Bana, bana, boozy bracketology. Bana, bana, we get lots of shit wrong. Welcome back to Boozy Bracketology, everybody. My name is Chris, and this is a special bonus edition of Boozy Bracketology. This is your monthly bracket revisited. I am here with a few of the panelists and the bracket creator from our our March bracket, which was the best TV theme song, and we are going to be dissecting our picks, giving our not even our, our controversial opinions, but let's say we're going to be telling some hard truths here tonight. And I can't do that without this awesome panel. So uh, to start off with, my name is Chris. I was one of the panelists. Uh, and I will say off the bat, being that I'm hosting this, I think we were right because I do think the best theme song won. We will not say what that is because my wife still has no idea. But uh, I am drinking a little black box Cabernet Sauvignon. Uh, you know what, Nick? You're the one that got me into this black spot. Black box wine. Black. Yeah. Wow. Half a glass in. Black box wine. It's actually, uh, I, I do like it. For a cheap wine, it's really good. Uh, but I'm going to start this actually with Nikki because Nikki, it's Sunday night and I can't tell what that means. So is it a is this a night you're allowed to drink or a night you're not allowed to drink? Well, I'm allowed to drink any night. I just, you know, I've been trying to be better. But yeah, no, I'm I'm currently not drinking, but I am two glasses of Chardonnay in, so I'm I'm fully <laughs> fully good. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, I, I do like the black box wine, though, but I stopped buying it because it's dangerous because I just felt like I had to, I feel like it's actually more dangerous than bottled wine because I just like, that's oh, one glass here, one glass there, and it just, it doesn't end. It just keeps going no. and going. So it's very, <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> very hoping hard. this is gone today, but it is it, for box wine. It's particularly good. No, but yeah, I'm, um, I had just some boggle Chardonnay earlier. Now I'm just drinking my Topo Chico and enjoying the night. I feel like we got kind of shafted a little bit earlier because Nikki in one of our previous episodes is actually like presenting it and showing it. And now it's, there we go. There we go. For those that you get, none of us can see except for the four on this phone call. But yeah, Nikki is doing the Vanna White. <laughs> all right. I'm, a, I'm kind of addicted. It's okay. It's all right. Next up, we are heading a little bit further west. We're going out to Fort Worth, Texas. Steven, sir, how you doing? What you drinking? Doing all right. Still trying to chug my way through these uh, Dr. Pepper Zeros, which, is, my opinion, has not changed on them at the very least. They are still not as good as a Dr. Pepper diet. <laughs> Why mess with perfection? It's a perfect formula the way it was. Well, we're going to bring this over to the gentleman on the show that has had by far the least amount of sleep, all the way from the Hometown Crowd podcast and Marital Tiffs. Tim, how you doing, sir? And uh, what are you drinking tonight? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Man, I am doing well. I got to go back to work tomorrow, but I'm excited to get this first recording under the underway. What do you got, yeah. my friend? Uh, I'm actually uh, taking it easy tonight. I am just drinking a Sam's Cola. Uh, this afternoon, I had a nice beer as I recorded an episode for the Beard Owl podcast. I made a, my third appearance there. Awesome. I can't uh, wait. Yeah, the, we, we did um, just kind of a breakdown of Weird Al's rap. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just just the the various raps that Weird Al has done throughout the years and, you know, why I believe Weird Al is the most underrated rapper of our time. Wow. Uh <laughs> so don't think that's a bracket we'll ever do here on Boozy Bracketology, but you can never say never. Um I don't know who else would even be in that in that on that list, I have no idea. I'm assuming Weird Al might be a one seed. 
It's it's quite possible, but speed wise, he can keep up with the likes of Eminem and David Diggs. Oh, well, he maybe that does make him a rap god. Who knows? But Tim, we are glad that you're here. And last but never, ever, ever least is my lovely wife, Leah. Leah, how you doing? I'm doing great. I'm glad to be back on here. So, Leah, you at, at this point, we're recording this on a Sunday night. Yep. So tomorrow night is the Sweet 16 episode and then the championship episode. So you only know who made it to the Sweet 16 at this point. Yes, that is correct. I have my um, bracket up on my computer. I have been uh, listening to the episodes and kind of making my uh, my tallies as the rounds have gone on. And I can say with confidence that um, if I were on this podcast, I would have uh, some very controversial opinions because there's a lot of red on my bracket right now of ones that made it through a round that I did not see going to the next round. So, uh, so I'm excited to, I guess, get spoiled a little bit tonight and figure out who's, Oh, we're, we're going to spoil this. Who's going to make it. So Tim has the, the task of spoiling it for you, but before we turn it over to Tim, Leah, what's your final four in your bracket? <laughs> well, it's not looking great. I'll tell you that right now. And that's not even knowing who makes it. Um, so my final four from the kids, um, region and cartoons region was DuckTales representing that region. Uh, for sitcoms pre 1980, it was, um, the, the, um, I guess the, the option that didn't make it past the first round, which was the facts of life. (laughs) You know, you gotta take the good with the bad and you guys took the bad for sure. Um, then for the sitcom since 1980 and the team I had winning it all was Growing Pains, which I have I have thoughts on. I have I have things to say. Um, and then from the drama action sci-fi category, I had Game of Thrones. I really thought Game of Thrones was going to be a little juggernaut and make it through. But um, I the episode that I last listened to, it lost to I want to say maybe. The X-Files, maybe, is who it was up against? I can't remember. I'm trying to look through here and, and see who. Because I had already eliminated the other people, so I didn't put who actually won. I just put which of my picks didn't make it through. So I think it might have been, like, the X-Files or something. But, yeah, so those are those were my four. Facts of Life, Grime Pains, Game of Thrones, and DuckTales. All right, Tim, play spoiler, my friend. Tell Leah how, how it went, and I'm just going to sit here and watch her face when she sees what happened. All right. So the good news is, Leah, you are about as good at picking this as Chris is at picking actual March Madness brackets. Uh, you got one out of four. Yeah, accurate. Uh, yeah. DuckTales did make it out of the kids and cartoon bracket. I felt very confident about that one. I, you know, I, yes. I knew it had some love going. So that was the one. If I were going to bank on any of these, that would have been the DuckTales. It took on the champion of the uh, pre-1980 sitcom, The Jeffersons, out of that quadrant. Mm, And Jeffersons was a one seed, right? Jeffersons was a one seed. DuckTales was a four. Okay. So that Uh, that makes sense. The Jeffersons came out of the the left side of the bracket. It it took over. It it beat DuckTales to enter the finals. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah in a 3-2 matchup okay okay well Uh, in the post 1980 region we had the fresh prince of bel-air the number two seed okay 
and it took on the drama action sci-fi champion, the three seed Mission Impossible. And that Whoa. one. Mission yeah. Impossible made it all the way to the end of that it, bracket. It did. It did. It, it won 3-2 over the Sopranos to win that bracket. Oh, you guys had uh, a lot of love for the Sopranos. I did not, um, but wow. And I'm with you. Interesting. Uh, however, the Fresh Prince did win 5 nothing over Mission Impossible. Yeah, as it should So in our final matchup, we had the Jeffersons and the Fresh Prince. And I don't remember what the final tally was. However, it was the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air that won. It was 3-2. Okay. Yeah, and the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air won the bracket. I I definitely can't be mad at that. I didn't have Fresh Prince getting past the first round, but that was just because it was up against Growing Pains, and I had Growing Pains win it at all. But I definitely um, have a lot of love for Fresh Prince in particular, and the Jeffersons is a great one too. So I, I can't be mad about that, even though I did not pick them to go very far but okay well ladies and gentlemen here's what we're gonna do i have got three questions to ask each of our panelists here and leah and i want to kind of go through this and just you know we're going to ask each each group each person each individual question um after you give your answer open it up to debate if anyone wants to say anything has any commentary on what they said by all means bring it but we're actually going to start with tim tim i've got three questions for you here question number one Give me three theme songs that were not on this list that should have made it. Because I would say okay. you might have been the most vocal about, oh, maybe three specific songs. Uh, I actually had four. I, I really couldn't narrow it down to three. I got four. Can't follow um, the rules. State for fans can't one, follow the rules. The Office should have been on this list. Um, it's an iconic sitcom with an iconic theme song. And it really deserved to be in place of Saved by the Bell, Growing Pains, Charles in Charge, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Uh, There's a few on that post-1980s that should have been uh, eliminated, in my opinion. Um, Also out of that region, I had Boy Meets World. The Boy Meets World theme song, I mean, what, what, what can you say? It, that, that show holds up. That theme song is amazing, and it should have been there. Um, and the other two I had and I was not quiet about were both out of the drama action sci-fi, and that was both Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Firefly. All right. Does anyone agree or disagree with him? Firefly. You agree, then? I agree with yeah. Buffy. I I, I... I think that one should have been in the sci-fi. Um, boy, I mean, I Boy Meets World, I like. I I kind of agree with that one. It could have had a place in the office. Um, yeah, I could see those. Well, Boy Meets World had two theme songs. It had like just the musical one for the earlier yeah. seasons that it was just like instrumental, and then they had the and it's Boy Meets World, Boy Meets World that came in in the later seasons. So it yeah, had, you mean yeah, that very you, catchy one that. that you know by heart and everyone likes? Yes, that's <laughs> the one we're talking about. Yes. You 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 didn't hold the the two theme songs against the Drew Carey show, which made it on here. True. Moon over Parma was the original Drew Carey theme song, and then Cleveland Rocks was the iconic one that everybody remembers. <laughs> so there was the good one and the other one. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> right. Just like Boy Meets World. See, I'm going to disagree with Tim here. The Office has no place on this list to me. 
the office that theme song to me does absolutely nothing to prepare me for what I'm about to watch. I I watch The Office because I love The Office. The theme song itself is like a little it's it's the equivalent of a doodle versus reading a comic book. A comic book is this layered awesome piece of artistry and then The Office theme song is a really cool doodle. It's a really nice doodle. It might be one of the better doodles that ever happened, but it's still there's no complexity to it. I want I, I want something. I want some substance in my theme songs, and The Office doesn't have it, Tim. I'm sorry. Hey, Chris, do me a favor. Right now, hum The Office theme song. <sighs> I just watched it earlier today, though. That's why I can. That sounds okay. like the Parks and Rec Now, do me a favor. Do me a favor. Hum Family Matters. I don't like Family Matters. Family Matters have no place on this list. And The Office did. Thank you. Oh, that's that that's faulty logic, my friend. Yeah, and they're in different regions too, so they wouldn't even. Yeah, Stephen, you've been uncharacteristically quiet tonight. What do you think? Well, I actually I, I agree with all of Tim's choices, but I think there are a couple other ones that we were missing. Uh, first of all, um, I said in the first round that I was confused about which Batman theme song we we're going to, because if you're giving me an animation or a kids show and you list Batman. I'm thinking of the Tim Burton score to the opening of Batman the Animated Series, which is way better than the 66, even though I do like the 66 series. That score is way better than that. Um, Also, in the sci-fi series, we didn't have a single Star Trek theme song in that bracket. I mean, come on, it's Star Trek. It's television royalty. Even if you're not a Trekker, you know that stupid theme song. It's in your head. It's stuck there. And then, as I said several times throughout the bracket... um, Way down the hole from the wire. Pick whichever season is your favorite version. That theme song is perfect for that show and definitely needs to be represented. Yeah, I'm going to be the one that says I've never seen The Wire. Like, I need to watch The Wire. I hear it's one of the best television shows ever made. I've never actually sat down to watch The Wire. I know for a fact you have HBO Max because you wasted four and a half hours of your life watching a Snyder Cut. So go out (laughs) and watch that. I have it now. You're right. And I will be watching it. All right, we've heard from Nikki. We've heard from, sorry, we haven't heard from Nikki. We've heard from Tim, Steve, and Nikki. What three are you on your list? Well, kind of for the the animation kids side, I kind of wanted to see Power Rangers on that Ooh, list. That's a good call. That's yeah, a great call. I thought Power Rangers maybe should have been on the animation side. Um, for sci-fi, I did have Buffy. Um, I'm a big Buffy fan. And for me, the post-1980s, I wanted Sex in the City. So, oh, do, 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 yeah, no do, sex in the city. Do, do, do. <laughs> okay. Yet the Sopranos made it as a one seed. I, that one I did not understand, but okay. Now, Nikki had some really good choices. Leah, you had a few that you wanted to include, but just couldn't. What was on your list? So there were actually um, a lot that, because um, basically when I made my bracket, I looked at four or five different um, critics lists of like top 50 themed songs of all time kind of thing. And so the one and two seats, maybe even the three seats were ones that appeared on uh, the most lists at the highest rankings. So they were probably like top 10, top 20 on pretty much every list. So that's how they, we got those highest seats. Um, there was a lot of math involved in me calculating those, um, you know, seeds, Three through 13 might have been, you know, high ranked on one list, but lower ranked on a couple of the other lists, or they could have um, appeared on two lists, but not on any other list, you know, different things like that. Um, 
So there were some that appeared maybe on one list, but none of the rest of them. Um, and so these were some of the ones that almost made the cut. I'm not saying that they should have, but these are ones that were on my list. Hold on. Before you go through that, can I give my three? Then I know you have a longer list there. Can I give my three? Sure. Yeah. So I had three that I really wanted to be on here. Two of them from my childhood because I had really fond memories of them. Uh, He-Man Master of the Universe should have been on there. Um, great theme song. It ties back to my childhood. In, in that same vein, freaking Thundercats. Like, Thundercats deserves to be on that list. And I know that side of the bracket was jam-packed, but Thundercats should have been there. And the last one that I might get some flack for, but, like, Leah and I were listening to it just the other day, and I love this theme song. And the show has not aged well at all, but the Baywatch theme song is iconic. <laughs> the theme song to Baywatch is so much fun. Some people stand. Ooh, I, I, for, I forgot one. What's that? For the kids. I, I thought Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Oh, don't, don't you worry. That'll come up on mine. <laughs> and then California dreams had no place to be on this list, but it's a great theme song. But Leah, what, what else did you have? All right. So these were the ones that were, um, they either didn't get enough love. So I couldn't justify them on here or I put them out for you guys to vote in. And, uh, they just didn't get enough votes to, to make it all the way through. Um, so one of them was reading rainbow for the kids bracket. Um, reading rainbow. Um, one of them was Pokemon. Um, I, I, I don't, I don't know if there's just one Pokemon. Catch them if that's what they were talking about, but um, it, I think it only uh, uh was on like one list and it was like really ho- like low ranked, so it didn't make it on there. One of my favorites that I really wanted to push through was Gummy Bears, but like no one knows Gummy Gummy Bears, so it just it, no love there. Um, Thundercats I had on here. Uh, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse I had on there as a more recent kids one. Uh, Kids Incorporated and Tiny Toon Adventures. Oh, and Captain Planet. Those were the ones that, um, you know, some of those in particular, like Captain Planet was a big one for me and Gummy Bears was a big one for me that I wanted to see on there. But I couldn't justify adding them in if I was the only one wanting them, but no critics and nobody else on this panel (laughs) wanted them. So those were ones that I would have liked to see. Captain Planet and Pokemon are both ones that I went, oh, yeah, that definitely should have been on there. I would I never would have thought of that on my own, but I was definitely like, oh, yeah, why is um, I mean, why do why do we have like four Hanna-Barbera cartoons on here and no uh, no Pokemon? And what I had to think, too, because, you know, I got these from like critics is that a lot of critics, let's say, are uh, presumably in their, let's say, late 40s, early 50s, maybe making these lists. You can say they're old. Right. And so they um, grew up with a different uh, generation of shows than what maybe, you know, the panel did. So, you know, there's all that stuff that comes into play when, when creating these lists. I would have loved to make a list of just the shows that I liked and done it that way, but I had to kind of keep it fair and try to span it over the decades and, and find a fair way to do it. Um, so those are the ones from the kids region, the pre eighties, most of that was actually the easiest one. It was pretty consistent over most of the critics. There were a couple that didn't make it on there. Green Acres, the love boat and the partridge family. Those were the big ones that didn't make it on there that could have made it on there. Um, but I don't feel like any of them would have made it very far. So I, I think I, I, I'm okay that they didn't make it on the list. 
I can't speak for anybody else, but I don't think any of those would have made any difference in how I voted. I actually really like Green Acres. So, <laughs> so what yeah, Green Acres, if it has the right matchup, I could see it getting past the yeah. first round. That's that, that one you just want to you just want to like move your arms. Green Acres. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why can't we record these videos? Oh man. <laughs> All right, but Chris, so, we are. Well, I'm not posting the videos though. <laughs> But uh, so let's let's start with uh, let's start with Steven here. Steven, uh, which matchup or which of the uh... are we not going through the rest of them that didn't make it on there? Oh, by all means, go right ahead. <laughs> OK, I've been drinking. Leave me alone. <laughs> this is the difference between listening and hearing. You're hearing what I'm saying, but you're not listening. I didn't even hear um, All right. So sitcoms from the post 1980, the couple that didn't make it on there. I actually had How I Met Your Mother, The Office and Parks and Rec. I also had Roseanne, Seinfeld. But Seinfeld, I was like, that's not even a theme song. It's just kind of a couple little beats, but whatever. And I had California Dreams, which was the one I wanted on there, but nobody else did, um, except for my husband, apparently. Um, so I couldn't justify putting any of those on there. But out of all of those, the one I would I would say was the best theme song for me would have been Blossom. But um, but I had them all as options to be added to the list. They just uh, they, they didn't make the cut. And then finally for the the drama sci-fi region, I actually had Firefly, a uh, big Firefly fan. Actually, I'm a huge Joss Whedon fan in general. And when I was thinking about which ones of his shows, you can't okay, say that right I'm not now. a big fan of him. I'm a big fan of his uh, shows. Um, I, I'm a big fan of his work. Yes, I'm a big fan of his work. So I actually had Firefly as a pretty high seed, but I don't. I guess maybe he didn't show up on any list, and that's why I didn't make it on there. It was um, only on for one season. Thirteen episodes, yeah, or something like that. So I um. Then it would have gone Buffy, and then I thought about putting Angel on, too, but Angel's is the weakest out of the three, so it would have gone Firefly, then Buffy, if I were going to put them on here. Um, I also had Weeds, which I really wanted to see on here because there were certain seasons where they did the same song, but they had different artists come in and perform it for every episode, so I thought that was really cool. So I kind of wanted to see uh, Weeds on there. Uh, 90210, Beverly Hills 90210, I'll go down with that ship. That's one of my favorite theme songs of all time, and I would have had it going all the way. Um, but it was literally not on anyone else's list, and none of the fan fan people who voted uh, included it on their list, so I couldn't put it on there just for me. And then I also had the OC, Law and & Order, and Steven, I did have Star Trek The Next Generation. It showed up on one of my critics' lists. Um, as probably like a 15 or 17 or something like that out of 50. Um, out of like the top 50 theme songs, it was like a 15, 16, 17, somewhere in there, but it was only on that one list. So, uh, I couldn't justify it getting in over some of the other ones. So yeah, that was, those, those were the big ones. There were a couple other ones that didn't make it on there, like Mad Men, um, the A-Team, my, I don't know if my advice might've made it on there, but, um, but yeah, but those, that was, that was, those were the big uh, contenders of who almost made it on the list, but didn't. I mean, the, the overall list, the 80 or so that we had, was a pretty solid list, I thought. Uh, Steven, which one of these was the, the hardest pill for you to swallow, or which, which decision pissed you off the most? Uh, there are a lot of egregious ones here. I think the one that just does not make sense to me at all was uh, Hawaii Five-0 losing to Smallville. I know there's a lot of love for the Smallville show here, which is something I don't get. And I also double don't get the love for the song because I think it's a terrible croning drown out song. And Hawaii Five-0 is a great theme that's instantly recognizable. It's got those great horns. It's like widely considered one of the best TV theme songs by the critics for a reason. I think it was like, what, a two seed or something? 
or maybe it was the other way around. Either way, yeah. Hawaii Five O should have easily won that, and I do not understand what the rest of you idiots were thinking. <laughs> I, I think that's again like where this gets hard. It's a sometimes it's hard to separate the show and the song, and you know Hawaii Five O. I never. I mean, yeah, I know the song, but I just didn't ever watch the show. I knew nothing about the show. And Smallville, I just love the show. It has a special place in my heart. So it was hard. You're probably right. Hawaii Five-0 is probably more renowned and, and well-known and, and very catchy song. Like my dad, when I mentioned this, like, you know, TV songs, like he said, Hawaii Five-0 should probably win, right? That was the first one that came to his head. Um, but again, it's just maybe it's a generational thing. I don't know. But I don't know. Honestly, I kind of thought my vote for Smallville would be like the only vote for Smallville. So. <laughs> I'm surprised that other people voted for it. <laughs> I, I had that same feeling about that matchup. I, I thought I was going to be the only one voting for Smallville. But for me, the vote came down to uh, when when the CW did the Crisis on Infinite Earths and they they went to Smallville. And we didn't really know how it was going to play out. But the first thing you hear as, as they cut to it is, somebody say, and I just went, Yes. Uh, and that and that's really like like very few theme songs are going to get that reaction from me. So I had to go Smallville there. I, I kind of agree with Tim. Uh, Hawaii Five O was never a show I was all that fond of, but um, that say what you want. People hate the Arrowverse. I actually really enjoy the Arrowverse and all of its mindless fun. Um, it's a terrible. It's terribly acted, but it's still it, for me. It's a lot of fun. But when when they went to the Smallville universe and you kind of got to it was weird. You actually get to get, get caught up with those characters. It was really fun. But the, as soon as they get to hear the, it, it kicks in. It's somebody said like, yes, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, that, that's the reason why I have no emotional attachment to Hawaii Five-0. And maybe I did kind of vote with my heart there. And that might have been my downfall. But my, my reaction to seeing that in that scene was very much like Thor in Thor Ragnarok when he realizes he's going up against the Hulk and he's just like, yeah, I know him. And I was like, yeah. There's two things here. Two things here. First of all, we've done enough of these brackets to know that you have to assume there's at least two idiots with the wrong choice following you. (laughs) So you can never be like, I'm going to be the one that's going to throw out the one pity vote. You're just going to assume there's two idiots. Second of all, all three of you talked about how much you liked the show and not how much you liked the theme song. Like the theme song was good because it reminded me of the show. You didn't talk about any of the qualities of the theme song itself because it's not a good song. No, You're I think I wrong. I think I said it when I talked about it. It's all about the fist bump. I mean, when you sing Somebody Save Me, you have to have your arm up. Somebody say. I mean, if you can't, it's a fist bumper, and I gotta vote for the fist bumpers. I, mean, I just got to. Yeah, I, I'm not kind of agreeing with Nikki here. Like, there was never a moment in the Hawaii Five O theme song because I actually watched the reboot of it, which is not good. Um, but there was never a moment watching any of the things of Hawaii Five O that I've seen where I was like, "Oh my god, that's amazing!" But there was that moment with tied to that theme song where I went, "Yes," and. Part of that is the fact that theme song was built into my subconscious is tied to that show. So as soon as it hit, I knew exactly where I was. And it was like, oh, my God, they're going there. And they went a lot of places with those. I'm literally the man at the end of Invasion of the Body Snatchers. I'm the only sane man in an insane world. And you people are just letting pod people take you over because they (laughs) sing Somebody Save Me. I, I don't understand it. 
There were probably a lot of pot people in Smallville. So. <laughs> Very accurate. I, I don't know. The show was unwatchable. I, I maintain that too. Oh. It was it was it was superhero edging for ten seasons, and I can't ask. <laughs> superhero edging, holy jeez! All right, Tim, which which one of these decisions tore your heart out? Do you even have to ask? I, I need to hear you say it, sir. The one that has made me confident that you should never be allowed within ten feet of a music bracket ever again. Uh, and that would be uh, the Animaniacs losing to Rescue Rangers. I like the Rescue Rangers. Don't get me wrong. It was a great theme song. But the Animaniacs was so much better. You let Duke win. <laughs> Uh-oh. Watch your mouth. <laughs> if, it, Tim, if it makes you feel any better after today's game, I am 100% not a University of Michigan fan. So... Yeah, yeah, you let me down there too. Sorry, that was that was pretty bad. Sorry, Ben. Well, let me tell you that I did not know the Animaniacs theme song at all, but it showed up on um, you know several lists, and I was like, I don't know what this theme song sounds like, but I guess I'll put it on here. But man, you guys had some really cool opinions about that theme song, and now I kind of want to go back and like dissect it because it sounds like it's like super complex and a little sarcastic and ahead of its time almost. And so uh, you just described the show. Yeah, and so, yeah, it, like, just listen to you guys all, like, talk about that theme song. Like, it makes me want to go back to my childhood and actually watch Animaniacs because I never did. I didn't, I did I don't even know what it's about. I couldn't tell you who any of the characters are or what they look like. I, I have no idea, but you guys. Listen to the me. theme song. It's all right in there. <laughs> Steven, what, what do you think in this regard? Yeah, I voted for Rescue Rangers because... At the end of the day, Rescue Rangers is a more complete, more complex song. Um, that's kind of the thing that I did throughout the bracket is I went to what was the better song. And I love the Animaniacs. It's fucking incredible. It's a great song. I love how they change it up. I love how it's really just encapsulates the show perfectly. But the same is true about the Rescue Rangers, and it's still the better, more interesting song as a song. So that's why I got my vote. All right. Nikki, which uh, which part of the bracket or which decision really tore you up inside? I mean, I don't know if it like tore me up inside, but one that I was very surprised about was Friends. I really thought Friends was going to get a little bit more love than it did. I didn't necessarily think it was going to win it all, but it seemed like everybody was kind of negative about Friends. Um, I actually thought that was going to go farther. I liked the theme song. Um, so that was my kind of my surprise because I actually kind of thought Friends would be would have gone farther. That matchup for me was the one that I was convinced I was going to be the only one voting for the Drew Carey show. Uh, and that was only because I was from Cleveland. I was like, there's no way that the Drew Carey show is going to beat Friends. I'm going to throw my vote to what I like better, no matter what. And then it ended up moving on. Yeah, that one tore me up. Like, I that's that's the one that was the toughest for me because I, I actually, judge me all you want, I actually like the TV show Friends. Um, I don't think it's realistic in any way, shape, or form. I'm not dumb. Um, and they are all, in fact, terrible, terrible people. But for some reason, their friendships work for me. But that right there, that is the toughest matchup. Of the, to me, the t- toughest matchup I made the entire bracket because I genuinely love both those shows. But more importantly, I love both those theme songs. I do. I think they're both actually really, 
really catchy tunes. They they will sit in you. They're very earwormy, but they're also tied back to me to shows that I genuinely love and adore. That that one hurt. And what would be interesting is if Friends wins that matchup against the Drew Carey show, it then goes up against the Big Bang Theory, which had a really strong performance. And I don't know that Big Bang Theory would have made it out of that. That would have been 3-2 one way or another. I, I, I don't even ask me. I don't know which way I would have voted there. Yeah, I think it would have been a close one. But, Leo, you've heard you know six episodes of eight so far. Which one was the one that uh, that pissed you off the most? Um, I don't know if it's a specific matchup. I mean, I will have to say that, I like, like I said earlier, I had the facts of life going all the way in the sitcoms pre-1980. Um, I just love that theme song, and I got, like, zero love from anyone. And so that was, I wouldn't say it made me angry, because it was going against Laverne and Shirley, which was a two-seed. Um, but I have no attachment at all to Laverne and Shirley or the theme song, so I was like, facts of life all the way, and I was really, really shocked by that one. Um, and then again, I, I, I'm going to use this moment to plug in the Growing Pains theme song because I had it winning this whole damn thing and it didn't make it past, um, what, the first round, second round? I don't remember. It made it to the second round. Right, because it was going to go against Fresh Prince. So I know, I mean, obviously Fresh Prince um, is fantastic, but I do want to spend some time giving a little bit of love to the Growing Pains theme song. I mean, I feel like that song is great. I sing it to my daughter. I sing, I like, I just hope that that song encapsulates, encapsulates everything about growing up and how my daughter is going to feel about things that yes, life is going to get messy. Life is confusing, especially your teenage years trying to figure things out. But the whole point of it is just like, we're going to get through this together. And that's what I want. That's what the show is about. That's what I want my family to be about. Um, I sing it to Carlos Pena when he used to play for the Rays and even later when he played for, you know, I think like one season with the Astros and then with the Cubs, like Carlos Pena, show me that smile again, baby. I would sing it to him every time he'd come up to bat. Um, and so, yeah, so I, I wish growing pains had gotten a little bit more love and I wish other people felt the same way about that song that I did, but I wouldn't say that I'm angry about it because everyone has their opinions and their opinions are based on their own, you know, experiences and upbringing and backgrounds and just how they're feeling in the moment. And I, you know, I can't say that it's a better song than Fresh Prince. I just wish it would have gotten a little bit more love. So that's, that's my little spiel about that. No, I get it. I yeah. Do. Was I the only one who voted for Growing Pains? Probably. I might have been the only one. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I just know everyone I did was so about it, too. No, I don't like, think. I like, I like the song. No, I think I think Fresh Prince was a, a was a un, was unpicked against up until the Sweet Sixteen. If I'm saying, Nikki, I think you even you voted against Growing Pains. I could be wrong. Yeah, well, and I just know that a lot of people were lukewarm about it. When it was Growing Pains and Charles in Charge for the first round, everyone was kind of like, eh, neither of them are great songs. And I was like, I love both of those songs. So that was probably the one that I got the most mad about just because everyone else was kind of apathetic about them both. And I loved both of those songs. So, uh, yeah. But did they go up against Fresh Prince? Was that what it was? Uh, in the second was round, Growing Pains second- did, yeah. Okay, yeah, I probably did vote for Fresh Prince and over Growing Pains. But I, I agree. I think if it hadn't, gone against fresh prince i probably would have make it uh, let it go farther because i do really like that song but i mean to me fresh prince overall would be the better theme song against yeah. those two but it kind of had a tough road i mean i think that's sometimes it's just matchups yeah i really thought it was going to be either cheers or fresh prince to win the whole thing um 
when I was I was kind of surprised on Cheers a little bit. I thought Cheers could have won the whole thing too. Yeah. All right. Well, we got one last question before we get the hell out of here, everybody. We're gonna start with Leah. Leah, of all the the songs on the bracket, which one should have won? Um. I mean, I I think that you guys right Fresh Prince ended up winning. Yes. Yeah. Okay. In your opinion, in your opinion, like if if it was just you doing the bracket, who would have won? Well, it would have been Growing Pains, but um, but. If it wasn't Growing Pains, um, I would have either gone Fresh Prince like you guys did or maybe like DuckTales. I love me some DuckTales. And I think a lot of the panelists did too. And uh, of course, I haven't listened to the last couple episodes, so I can't actually definitively say what went down. Um, But yeah, DuckTales, I really, I was very confident about DuckTales the whole time and knew it was probably going to be the the one to leave the... The childhood one. So, yeah, I'll, I'll go with DuckTales on this one. If DuckTales won it all, I would have been so happy. All right, Tim, what do you think, sir? Um, overall, I think we got the right winner. Uh, I think Fresh Prince is probably the best theme song on here. I think the matchup of the final round is where we got it wrong. And I really think that Fresh Prince should have been going up against either DuckTales or Animaniacs, and I think that would have been a really, really hard matchup. Who that did it go up awesome. against? Uh, the Jeffersons. The Jeffersons. Oh, the Jeffersons. Okay. And I'm, I'm actually going to – I uh, I think that we actually got the final two right. I think you had the – to me, at least, the, the theme song that really kind of started this all because I don't think anyone was overtly talking about, like, best theme songs of all time until after the Jeffersons came out. Like, I think Jeffersons is the one that kind of carried the – the pre-80s grouping of best theme songs. And then I think Fresh Prince obviously takes the cake for anything post-1980. 80. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought we had it right, and I actually think we made the right decision. Uh, Nikki, what about you? In your bracket, which song wins it all? Yeah, I mean, I think we got it right. I mean, because there was, there was, I kept looking, there was nothing I wanted to vote against. Like, Fresh Prince, just I, I couldn't find myself voting against it. Like, I just, I struggled giving it, a vote to some other song. So I think for me, it was the right song that won. I think overall, as far as the scope, like if you were to ask, you know, hundreds of people, I'm kind of think maybe cheers would have won, but that's just my, you know, but I don't, I don't particularly think it's the best, but I think as far as if you asked a hundred people in a room, best TV show theme song, I think a lot of people would have said cheers. Yeah, I agree with that. And to end it off, Steven, which one do you think should have won? Should have been DuckTales. Come on. It, it should have been motherfucking DuckTales. I actually had the exact final four here. I feel like we gave it to the Jeffersons over DuckTales because of historical significance, but the historical significance does not change the quality of the actual song. DuckTales is the better song. The final matchup should have been DuckTales versus Fresh Prince, and motherfucking DuckTales should have won because it's DuckTales Woohoo. I, I, don't, I don't know how we could have. It boggles the mind how often we, we, at the top of the bracket, every single time we do this, it says what we're voting on. And apparently, I am the only panelist who ever looks at that because all of you pick for the wrong reasons. It should have been motherfucking DuckTales. Woohoo. Am I the only one that picks just to piss off Steven? No, but I may next time. I'm going to deliberately pick the worst option. I you know I kind of feel bad. I you know I I struggle with that one. I I 
I probably should have voted for DuckTales. I was kind of leaning towards that. And then I was, I kind of maybe left it on Chris too much. I was really shocked that Chris didn't pick DuckTales. Um, but I, what? I felt, I, I, Oh my yeah, God, you Chris pinned your hopes not. on Chris. I didn't pin my hopes on Chris. <laughs> I, I was, I, I, I allowed myself, I thought Jefferson's was the right choice at the time, but I was like, there's no way Chris is going to go Jefferson's. I was pretty much convinced he wasn't. So the one yeah. thing that we have learned from this show is you never punt. True. Never so punt. That's how you Chris get money squirm, ball. Though. You gotta watch Chris squirm. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get money ball. I stand by the Jeffersons. I do. Um, if for no other reason than I've actually seen the Jeffersons. I've never actually seen an episode of DuckTales, even though I know the song. But no, I think I do think Jefferson's is the better theme song. Just my opinion. I know I've got three of you pissed off. Of me right like now. he put interesting it. that you had to see the show to memorize the Jeffersons, but you know the Ducktales theme song just as a theme song. That's interesting. Right? Like well, doesn't that speak prove to the that the Ducktales no, theme song doesn't prove anything? It does not prove anything. But everybody, that has been your revisited uh, bracket with the best TV theme song this going forward is going to be a Patreon exclusive. If you have not done so and you want to support the Boozy Bracketology podcast or our sister podcast, The Pub Trivia Experience, find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash P-T-E-B-B. With all of that being said, we're going to be back, or actually we're probably neck deep right now in the middle of the best one-hit wonders bracket Enjoy that, and then next month, Stephen, for the month of uh, month of May, what pray tell are we doing? Well, I believe we're looking at the best video game franchise. Although it's up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen has very little faith in the democratic process, ladies and gentlemen. And as we help Stephen move to Argentina, we bid you all adieu. Have a good one, everybody.